and welcome. It's the 9th of June. My name is Nigel Booth, the Reality Coach, and this is the Reality Check. And we have got the most amazing guest on today. And I've got to tell you that, and I think listeners, you'll know that uh, it doesn't take much for me to get excited. It really, really doesn't. But I have been excited all day waiting for this guy to come in and to hear not just his story, but what he does and some of that inspiration he's got. But before I come over to him, I'm going to come over to the captain. Glenn, how's it going, my friend? Yeah, I'm doing good. Thanks, Nigel. You have a good week? Yeah, it's been great. Well, we had the long weekend, didn't we, which was nice. Absolutely. Um, flew by, but um, caught up with family and friends and stuff. And uh, yeah, back to it this week. It's been good. Did you do any any Jubilee celebrations? Um, no, I did it. Not specifically, no. Right, okay. There was quite a few bits going out there. there was a lot, I saw there? a lot of bunting yeah. on my travels, driving yeah. through villages and stuff. And yeah, no, yeah. I actually t- I took the weekend to try and get my water feature sorted. Oh, right. Um, but it was quite unsuccessful. Um, <laughs> but talking about that, we've got we've got in this in the studio today, who's making me laugh already, uh, welcome to the show, David Holmes. Welcome to the Reality it's Check. absolute joy to be here. Thank you and very much. And what a wonderful place Revolution Radio is. It's great, isn't it? You yeah. like it? Really, really. I just love the vibe of it and the uh, yeah uh, the, the community radio but kind of on steroids it's really mm. exciting it's really oh, yeah, exciting. It's good. thank you for having me you're very very welcome now there's a very particular reason that that i'm excited about having you on the show is that we connected up some time ago mm. and and i remember the you know almost that instant connection of 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 energy and and jokes and humor and also seriousness but you actually are a voiceover artist. Is that have I said that right? Voiceover artist. Yes, there are. I mean, yes, I am. I'm a voiceover artist, but it can be called voice artist, voiceover, voice, vo, vo, voiceover artist, voice actor. Um, oh. That prat in the corner. It can be called all sorts of things. But uh, yes, I'm a voiceover artist. Um, uh, uh, yes, as is that you're right. And and what does that actually do? Well. <sighs> There's a lot of um, things that I, that I do. Uh, I do a lot of radio commercials, okay. uh, largely north of the border, because originally I'm from Scotland, and so I'm cast up there. <laughs> um, but also uh, e-learning narration, uh, documentary stuff, some animation characters, computer games, f- phone games, uh, uh, on-hold messages... Wow! Um, just I mean, I've even had a guy. Uh, this was ages ago now, but I, the, the, uh, to, uh, I've even recorded someone's uh, chap's own personal phone message because right. he thought it was I don't know somehow beneath him to have his own voice. On the That's a bit phone. odd, that though, because when if you're ringing someone's personal mobile, you'd kind of ex- you'd think you got the wrong number if it had a different. This is voice. Brian's phone. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, okay, yeah. I suppose you didn't. Do I it. I'm not saying yeah. it's my phone. Yeah. No, I get you now. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's really, really interesting. And and because y- your voice is very distinct, isn't it? And I know that you've got that amazing Scottish accent, and 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 I think that everybody kind of it's a little bit like the Irish accent for me. And I know everyone's different, mm. but it's a very distinct voice, isn't it? Um, I think it's generally um, perceived in the industry as being um, quite warm and approachable and friendly and trustworthy um the the scottish accents used quite a lot in in banking and insurance mm. and and that kind of thing i mean it, i'm yet to uh i'm yet to have uh, a high street bank approach me 
but it's going to happen any day now. In fact, I can see there's a Barclays over the road. I yeah, might go yeah. and ask them. This could be the segment. This, could, know, be the this day. could be the thing. This could listening. be the big break. If you're listening, you know. <laughs> but yes, <so> the accent <laughs> helps. David. Although some people say it's strong, some people say it's not. Um, um, and sometimes it has to, has to be dialed out altogether, and you just have to pretend that you're not from Scotland at all. Right. Well, I tell you what, we're going to take just a very, very short break. Uh, but when we mm. come back, I want to sort of explore with you, how did you get into this? In the studio today, we've got David Holmes. He's a voiceover artist with this most amazing voice. And you want to explore, how did you actually get into doing voiceover? That's a, it's a very good question. This is my kind of uh, my renaissance. This is my second career. Because up until around about, say, seven years ago, I was a, I designed lighting for theatre productions. I was a theatre designer and, mm. and, and, and did lighting. And I was doing one show, then I was off to the next theatre to do another show. And I was very in demand. <laughs> unless, unless anyone out there knows me, in which case you know this is not true. But, um, but then uh, things changed and I had uh, personal issues, mental health problems. Um, bit of a, I suppose, I don't like the word breakdown, but for the sake of brevity, a bit of a breakdown. Mm-hmm. Um, that all had to be kind of wrapped up quick, smart. Spent a bit of time look, uh, taking care of myself and um, getting better. And in that meantime, a friend of mine who is a, an author in the village where I live, he's an author on uh, uh, books about animals, and, uh, and he's a zoologist. And he was involved in a virtual reality toad mating tunnel experience he was working on for frog life scotland and he needed a voice of the toad right brilliant (laughs) and so he approached me one day and said david do you fancy being a glaswegian toad for this virtual reality thing i said i'll give it a go and i did it and i did then for another neighbor who works for the department of transport i did an online ad for them at the start of uh, this is, no, it was pre, pre-COVID, I think. Can't remember. Um, and, and I thought, well, actually, you know what? I feel better now. This has the potential, it, once I've trained and once I'm set up, to work around about kids' schedules. It has the potential to satisfy a latent creative urge, but also a kind of latent technical urge as well, which mm-hmm. lighting design did in spades uh, on both uh, in both camps. And um, and so I investigated it, and with the support of Carolyn, my partner, um, I kind of went for it, and and it has been uh, now about three and a half years. The uh, pandemic saw the levels of vo- voiceovers rise a huge amount because mm-hmm. so many actors and 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 other kind of performers were unable to go to rehearsals, course, unable to go yeah, to the yeah. theatres, to the studio, to the set. Um, and so Amazon would bring them a microphone, <laughs> but I, and I just started out, so I was kind of um, lost somewhat in that, um, uh, you know, and some some incredibly talented people, but also some people selling not such a good quality product on Fiverr or Upwork or that kind of thing, um, and so it was difficult. It was a huge amount of perseverance, and I was surprised. Oh God, I'm picking myself up, but I was surprised at myself at my tenaciousness. Tenacity, yeah, um, and um, uh, 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 and the perseverance that was required, um, and uh, 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 because I didn't, I I was watching from the outside, um, 
I, I wouldn't have had that kind of longevity uh, and the amount of hours. It was meant to be something that fits around about the kids, right? But mm. not at the start, it's not. Oh, wow, at yeah. the start, it was kind of regular 12, 14-hour days, six days a week, doing a huge amount of recording, making demos, throwing demos in the bin, learning a lot, a lot of retraining, online training with coach, vocal coaches, with technical coaches, with mentors about how to process uh, how to go uh, go about getting work about um rates and charging and um and equipment and and how not to make a pop sound when you use a microphone all these i mean it's just it i that I, i'm making it sound like it's too small even it has been i've learned a lot and i thought it was just going to be the same as doing the toad for my mate over the road yeah. <laughs> but in fact if you're going to do it you're gonna have you're gonna have to do it right. I don't want to be those people that undercut everyone else. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, what we're gonna do, and I really want us to sort of uh, to hear some of these different tones and voices. But oh, before do we do know. that, um, we're gonna take a, a quite a, a little break here. Welcome back. This is the reality check, David. We're talking about your, your your voiceover, and it really does link into a lot of the work that that we we do here on the mm. reality check. A lot of the work that we do outside of the radio show and and it's, it's about trying to enable people to find that authentic voice i think for a lot of people that they, they sort of go through life and um, wearing different masks mm -hmm. and having different tonalities to how they that they speak and and not really finding that, that that true authentic who it is that i am so for you uh, the acceptance that you were good and you've got this voice how long did that take because i'm assuming that you've just been used to your voice for however many years you've been alive well i'm not sure that that's ever happened and is ever likely to happen there's always going to be an element of self-doubt uh, in, in anything but or certainly it would see and actually you know what self-doubt was not is not the right phrase there's always going to be a uh an uh, from my point of view an overcritical ear Mm. I'm, I was, I, I still, I, I've been doing this for uh, only a few years now, but I'm still um, in coaching and training and courses all the time because you've got to keep, if you, if you use it or lose it. Yeah, and I've course. been doing some, I was in a narration course this morning with a very um, uh, uh, highly esteemed coach. And um, we were discussing quite what the mindset is uh, what the, how to adjust one's mindset in order not to overanalyze when you're reading i was reading a little passage for this class this morning and there was a little stumble or there was i realized that a sentence had to uh, was meant to finish in a different tone than i had given it and so i'm reading on um analyzing the sentence that i've just finished and then worrying about the rest of the sentence that I'm about to read mm. while still reading. And the fact is, as soon as you lose that, particularly with narration, and I mean like audiobooks or documentaries or, mm. um, or yeah, and, and, and a number of things. Um, as soon as you lose that, then you're already, I know it sounds a little bit um, uh, psychobabble, but it's not. You do lose your audience because if you're thinking technically, then you are not delivering it you're not someone no one's going to engage with someone who's delivering technically and i think for me that really links into everything that we talk about as well the moment that we in life 
we get to that hectic point and where we our thoughts become hectic we're either thinking and focusing on the stuff that has just gone past us yeah or we're thinking and focusing on stuff that's in front of us and we miss the here and now the present moment yes and I, that's what you're talking there about with doing your voiceovers it is absolutely about yeah but and it is and yet you have to be aware of parameters around about you and so you have to know that your audience is i don't want to say it's an audiobook is um uh, someone in the late late teens mm-hmm. and you have to be aware of the style of the writer and you <coughs> excuse me and you have to uh, uh, you have to be aware of the speed that you are reading you have to be aware of anything that's coming up that from for me it's um, the, the certain letter combinations that I have to look out for um, and you have to be aware of all that but it's about taking that on board before you start and then letting it go almost so it has been considered but it is not being thought about i think that i'm loving this because again i can relate that straight back to life you know and in life that's what we do you know that's what we're trying to get over to people here is that we shouldn't be focusing too much on whether what's at the front what's behind us but it's about having that energy to accept that we've considered what are the possibilities of good and bad, and we trust within what we're doing is that we can move forward. Self trust is a big is a big deal, and I think, uh, and honestly, at that gap between theatre lighting and voiceover, there was that was there was a kind of great enlightenment for me in that gap. Well. Well, well, listen. When we, you know, I want to, I, I want to sort of take a quick break here. But we're going to come back, and we're going to. I would like to hear some of the different tonalities and some of the different examples. Don't do impressions, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> this is the reality check, and this is Revolution Radio, and we are talking with David Holmes, a voiceover artist. Now. David, you've told us that you do radio commercials. You've told us that you do a number of different animations with with lots and lots of things. Yes. One of the things that I want to do is (laughs) um, I'm going to put you on the spot here. And I want you to sort of share with our visitors, our our listeners, um, a a number of different tonalities, a, a bit of an example about the kind of thing that you would do. Well, that's very strange because actually I had an experience not very long, about a week ago, um, I was recording for a company, uh, 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 an animation and film company in in California, but of course with the joys of the internet from Northampton, so no business class flights from me. <laughs> but um, never mind. Next um, time. <laughs> but um, and and uh, this was uh, I was employed because I get on well with the director, and I'm um, and there were a number of silly characters, and basically these characters are are commenting on a on a reddit thread online they're commenting mm-hmm. on, on things and so the, the people are just coming out from around the world with these kind of ridiculous <laughs> things and this is from an actual reddit thread um but uh i ended up kind of realizing in some places quite how wide by kind of characters can be and in other places how very very narrow when they keep coming back to the same kind of sounding voice because it'd be um all right dave how's it going you all right i don't think you should have typed that my friend do you and then (laughs) (laughs) i know a stunt man and he doesn't like you at all and i think you should apologize to him now of course you're not gonna get away 
I'm, I can't be an actor pretending to be Australian, but you can be a character. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 And That's a, incredible, though, because I don't think of the, it's the accents as well. I didn't even think of that. I was like, yeah. voiceover artist, obviously you'd use your own voice and change well, the tonality, but bizarrely, you're right. <laughs> bizarrely, you're right, and it is absolutely in vogue for the most part to be terribly authentic. Gone are the days of... Um, Big Dave's big wheel cell down at the behind pet yeah. care on Saturday. You know the, the, that, although in some Scottish ads it's still there. But um, that's kind of gone. Everything is is very genuine, and actually sometimes it's 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 very difficult to be genuine yeah. <laughs> when you're trying. Well, one of the things that I, I do know that, that that really was an interest to me, you, you've you've done like a, a meditation relaxation, yes, and that has got to be a completely different mindset to when you're doing them. It's not just a case of just being able to. Well, I'm asking the question. I'm sure it's not just a case of turning up and saying hello and relax and boom, 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 and same time of going and doing an I advert mean, on the TV. Or I something. do. I, I do a lot of meditation and I listen to a lot, and I kind of know. Um, how people do it. I also know, and this is selfish, but it's, but I also know how some people do it and the bits that really annoy me, mm-hmm. um, uh, or take me out of it, or don't help, or uh, or when it's sanctimonious or self righteous, and um, or if it talks too much, but if it's not accessible. And I did do uh, the first meditation I did was a volunteering project I did for a. A menopause in the work awareness in the workplace uh, workplace uh, company called Over the Bloody Moon, um, and it was um, uh, and they kind of they approached me about that, and it was kind of fascinating because the you have I my, my take on it was that you can you don't introduce it in a kind of bring your consciousness into a lovely calm space. There's no point because someone's in the workplace or just come back from the workplace is being stressed out and they need to get a bridge from where they are to where they're ending up. Mm. So I kind of starting it in much more of a conversational, realistic, unique, genuine kind of tone. You need to do this, you might need to do that. And when you've done that, press play again. And and then gradually getting slower and deeper and quite calmer and softer and closer. But you know, wow. but it's very difficult not to make it end up sounding like smut. Because yeah, that's yeah. also quite a lot closer and calmer and softer yeah, too. Yeah. Mm. It's it's yeah. it's it's so very it's such a technical thing, isn't it? Such a technical thing. I think that most of us have just thought, you know, you see them on the TV or on the radio and you hear them. But we're going to take a quick break yet again. We are sitting with a guest in our show today uh, that is is not just funny and humorous, but has got this tonality about his voice that sort of it really does send me into quite a deep sort of calm sense i think you've got an amazing i'm also very beautiful i wouldn't go as far as say that but you've got it all all i'm going to say to you is just as my mother would say to me (laughs) uh, you've got a great face for rain Um, (laughs) lucky one of the things that i just really wanted to sort of touch on just very very quickly and i know that um you're going to come back and do a podcast with us so we're going to really sort of explore this in a much deeper sense that would be fun um it would be fun but you talked a short while ago about um, having issues with your mental health, mm. and that sort of changed a whole lot of stuff. How did that have an impact on life for you? 
well, everything kind of in the end, everything had to stop. Uh, what in in hindsight, what happened? And I don't know where it came from, mm-hmm. causes or anything. There's all it could be. We could sit here for days, but um, but in hindsight, um, uh, I was uh, diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, mm-hmm. um, and with the potential a couple of other bits and pieces chucked in as well. Um, and with medication and meditation and um, and uh, t- I had been sorry that before that I had been self-medicating very heavily just to get to the stage where I felt normal ish mm. for an hour. I'd been drinking a lot and I started getting earlier and earlier and more and more. And I was mm. on kind of 40 odd units a day. Wow. And okay. um, and that was just it wasn't because I wanted to be drunk. It was because I just wanted to get rid of this horrible pain and uh, physical pain shakes not being able to speak or not being able to hear so i mean it was overwhelming it really was and and but what happened was that um i through that process i kind of lost any inhibitions that i used to have i kind of i i wouldn't ever have been a performer before i just would have avoided like the plate i was i was a lighting designer i Mm. sat in, in the, the dark, making yeah. things with my little, with my controls, controlling how the puppets looked, and 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 it's not, um, and I wouldn't have been a performer. I play piano in a kind of in a very amateurish way. I could do that at the kind of village fete and stuff for people mm-hmm. now. I would never have done it before. Something in that kind of rebirth got rid of stuff that actually were concerns that didn't warrant my energy. They didn't mm. warrant the mental energy that it took to maintain them. And uh, and so everything kind of shifted. I think one thing that I would just say is that I kind of also realized that in the lighting design part of things, I loved doing that, but I loved very specific parts of it. And I realized that I was kind of uh, approaching 40 and I, I was trying to please the ideals of my 20-year-old self. Okay. And, I think, and I was thinking, well, he wanted me to do this. And then you set off on your course and you don't stop and you don't think you don't have a reality Absolutely. check. Mm. And, Absolutely. And, and he's an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I think it's those kind of things that, that we don't do. You know, the reality check for us, it's about, and it's about recognizing we get to a point in our life, uh, you know, and if we take our life as a day, the rules for the morning of our life are no longer valid in the afternoon of our life. It, well, I would agree with you entirely. And, and and also that everyone has lunch at a different time. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's I would absolutely agree with you. And I think we've, there's two. There's something about the way it's set up. Particularly, I don't know if it's the same in other cultures and countries, but the way it's set up um, uh, of finishing school, university, in order to do this, and then you do that to get successful at that. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and it, and it doesn't it doesn't help. Then. That's right. No, no. I've got a thousand and one questions that I'd yeah, like to ask you, quickly but, to but, the end, but, but we, we can't. So um, I know you work locally with businesses doing voiceovers for local businesses. Just very, very quickly, where can people get in touch with you? Oh, well, the website is homesvoice, H-O-L-M-E-S, voice.co.uk. It's undergoing some more construction, but they can find me there. I'd love to work with more companies around Northamptonshire. It's nice to, to work local. Mm. And you'll come back on the show? I'd love to come back on the show. It's been really nice to actually meet you in person as well. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Well, I'm just going to say, David Holmes, voiceover artist, extraordinaire. Thank you so much for coming in. Thank you for coming on. Thank you both very much. Looking forward to the podcast. Definitely looking forward to the podcast. Glenn, thank you very much indeed. Um, I will look forward to seeing everybody next Wednesday. And then the Wednesday after, uh, it's just going to be yourself. It is, yeah. Yeah. Okay, take care.